Good morning. This podcast is brought to you by Cumberland Striptease. Cumberland Striptease is the hilarious improv group out of Knoxville, Tennessee at the old UTK, University of Tennessee at Knoxville, starting Lucas McCreary and friends of theirs. Welcome to Down by the River. <laughs> you can check out Cumberland Striptease if you go to the past. Um, although it wasn't that long ago, maybe it's um, still going. I don't know. Welcome to Down by the River. My name is Terrence Hartnett. I am your host. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening and rating and reviewing the podcast and listening and rating and reviewing. Anyway, um, I am talking to Lucas McCreary today, very funny comedian. Um, I was drawn to them right away as a He's got a, he's a, per, they're a person with jokes, great jokes and, uh, interesting perspective and, uh, in a sea of sameness. I mean, let's be honest. I don't know if you've ever been to an open mic, a lot of sameness, which is okay. People are figuring it out and there's a lot of sameness and, uh, uniqueness is something that's hard to find. And Lucas was a comedian who was unique and I could tell right away. So I, I was drawn to them and talking to them. And, um, as I just mentioned, uh, uh I was like, Oh, maybe maybe the the team is still going because as I was talking to Lucas, I kept referring to their 23, 24 year old self as like a long time ago because I'm 30 and uh, Lucas is young. And so they'd be like, so when I graduated college and I was like, okay, right. So how long ago was that? And they'd be like, uh, it was like last year. <laughs> so um, Lucas is a certified young person. Um, very funny. And uh, uh, we talk about uh, we talk about comedy. We relate on comedy. We like jokes. Um, and uh, we talk about Austin comedy. Lucas recently moved to Austin from Salt Lake City, where they were there for like I don't know five months. Um, I don't know. We talk about comedy and um, other stuff. And uh, coming out as non-binary. Although I really I, uh, Lucas isn't uh, super into talking about that, and I understand that. Um, uh, I understand the idea, like not wanting to be a spokesperson or whatever. I don't know. So uh, Lucas is a very chill and uh, fun person to talk to. I really, really gonna enjoy this this chat. Um, check out the Instagram. There's some there's some cool visuals for this uh, episode because we recorded it at this outdoor stage in Austin that I found, and uh, I was like, oh, I could probably just record here my podcast here, and uh, I did, and it looks so cool. So check out the Instagram for a visual of this episode. Oh, and I'm still in Austin. Okay, wait. I am still in Austin. <laughs> I'm still in Austin, and I want to say this. is Today is like 30 degrees in Austin. I am sitting in the van, and there's freezing rain building up on my windshield. So I, want, I, just want to, I just want to note that for the record. For those of you following along on the journey, I'm still in Austin, but today Austin is testing my limits. I swam days ago, and today it is... 30 degrees out and it's going to be nine on monday nine uh, nine degrees uh, am i back in syracuse is this is this, this, am i in chicago again am i in new york again I, I didn't think so but i planned on skipping the winter this year and um austin had its own plans so I'm, i am warm enough uh, don't worry um for those of you who <laughs> mom if you're listening and you're worried i am warm enough i've got three blankets um and I'll be just fine. But uh, it should warm up soon, and I'm going to head to Houston next. So let me know if you have any Houston recommendations if you're a listener. Let's talk to Lucas McCreary. Here they are. Take it away, Steve. Down, down, down. 
I was you're emotionally invested into these open mics yeah i'm emotionally i'm emotionally invested in my own performance and yeah. so um when it's just like nothing when it's just like uh the there's no response at all I yelled at someone. Le- I yelled at him last night. I was like, "You guys are going up next." Like I was number ten too. I was like, "I'm number 10? So we're like, we're like a third of the way through this whole night, and there's not even, not a peep, not a peep for a good joke, nothing. Um, like there's some that I knew were good. Some were I was trying out. Who knows? You can give them nothing if you want to. But some yeah. of them, like I know they're good. That's why I threw them in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and you bombed. Bombed or like you know I don't I I don't I think it's there should be a different it should be a different word for when for when it's just it's just not they're not listening or responding it's just like you're not even sounds like you bombed yeah (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like they didn't like you what is a bomb per se (laughs) you know what does that even mean there should be a different word for when it's me (laughs) (laughs) what about when the protagonist of life bombs The main character. Yeah, that's called development. Our guy. He went through development last night. Ooh, boy. I uh, So, yeah, I yelled at him and I said, uh, like, you know, you're here, right? You're here because you're going to go up too. Like, I had, like, yeah. I had, I'd, and then, I, you know, then, I, then it was like, I don't know, whatever. And then they laughed. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they laughed at that basically and that alone. So, it is a bomb. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bomb. And then you, when you acknowledge, when you acknowledge you get a laugh on, on that, then that is, they're like, acknowledging that you did bomb it's like oh yeah i saw you bombing and now you're making a joke about you bombing and i get it because i saw it i saw you bombing. yeah yeah i i prefer to be as meta as possible up there <laughs> do you uh like you if th- a joke bombs i'm like oh i suck or like yeah, oh, that yeah. joke is shit or, it is good because then they know that you know <laughs> yeah exactly because th- that's the worst that you could be is if you bomb and you don't know yeah yeah that's embarrassing yeah on a whole other level yeah uh but there's some people i know who do over um my, okay my brother went to a comedy show and he said why do they think that every single sentence needs to be funny like what are they so concerned about because the oh, comic yeah. was like oh you guys didn't like that one and he my brother didn't even know that it was a one that it was like a joke oh, right yeah like it's like you know, like they pepper in these joke the punchlines every two minutes and or you know not a lot more than two that <laughs> <laughs> that's my pace you yeah. know but uh <laughs> they're pet bring them in and then they you know if every one of them doesn't hit they'll comment on every single one of them not right, hitting yeah. and my brother was like i didn't know it was all supposed to be funny like these guys are obsessed with being funny and i go right, i yeah. know i know like um he's a smart guy yeah um and uh, and, he, and they are good like com- all my brothers are good comedy um like consumers they're very funny and they have great taste in comedy and so like making them laugh is important to me so hearing their point of view of like live comedy like that where it's like geez buddy like what do you want from us like to just yeah. be cackling the whole time and yeah and i'm like yes they do that, that is what, <laughs> that is want. what yeah <laughs> i want every joke i say to be the funniest joke you've ever heard and like you're laughing until you're laughing and you catch your breath and at that point i've told you another joke and then you're laughing again yeah basically you're laughing for a straight hour exactly um yeah uh, I think it's Whatever. the funniest whenever uh, comics are like, if they're really dark, and then they get up there and they tell a joke, like a really dark joke, and it bombs, and then they're like, "Oh, you got? I thought you guys wanted dark stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like a bad joke. <laughs> it just isn't funny." Uh, I mean, it goes. I mean, it's the same for like offensive jokes or like exactly like my uh, uh, my friend has a saying where it's like, if you bomb with a racist joke, it's just like you said a really weird racist thing. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't even sound like a joke. It just yeah. sounds like you were uh, being uh, hateful and 
and with an odd inflection in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think people are going to laugh at a joke if it's funny, regardless of the the theme or the topic. Especially comedians. Well, I'm, and, like, I love when a guy has, like, a joke about dentistry, and then it bombs, and then he, <laughs> and then he goes, and then he's like, and he's like, I guess there's a lot of dentists here tonight, okay? Or like, <laughs> I guess a lot of people who have great teeth. I don't know. Like, he does one of those things, like, uh, like one of those savers. Yeah. Um, those, I think those are good. Those I'm are a fan hilarious. of those. <laughs> I know, but, like, it's never the case. You know what I mean? Like, There's never a crowd full of dentists. I, I did a uh, <laughs> mic where it was only nurses there. Really? Yeah. It was, it was like, two tables full of nurses. <laughs> so... And they they didn't uh, they didn't like me so okay so nurses don't like you is what yeah. you found out yeah exactly that's a big enough sample size where it's like yeah I it, guess nurses don't like me. and my sister's a nurse so that really hurt ooh yeah. I have a lot of aunts that are nurses um a lot of nurses in the family okay what were we talking about let's go let's get started with the podcast what oh do you are say, we Lucas? in it <laughs> I think so hello America. <laughs> Who watches this? Shut up. No, no, seriously, who watches um, this? It seems like uh, um, I get a, I can get a couple hundred views on a clip. Yeah? Yeah. Shit. Um, sometimes five, six hundred on a clip. Uh, I guess people, ex-girlfriends. Nice. Their got friends. Lot, got a lot of ex-girlfriends. <laughs> I'm jealous. Five hundred. <laughs> you're doing better than me and you're living in a van. It's a marketing technique, yeah. <laughs> I'm living in a van. Um Okay, so I've been in Austin longer than you have, is what I've, I, I think like, so. Yeah, because I've like I'm about to hit four weeks on I think Thursday. Yeah, I'm about to hit three weeks on Thursday. Okay, right. Because I knew I was talking. So I was talking to you. By a week. <laughs> yeah, welcome to town. Hell yeah! I go to Austin to interview somebody who is <laughs> been here less time than me. Tell me about Austin <laughs> and, and knows less about the comedy world and the world in general. Than oh you. yeah, you think so? Perhaps. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I like your I like your perspective. The, the times we've talked, I like your I like the way you think about uh, the world in comedy, which is why I asked you to do this. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. Anyway, go on. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> how how uh, what, you moved here three weeks ago? Yes, uh, I was in Salt Lake City, Utah, before this, and Knoxville, Tennessee, before that. Yeah, that is correct. How big is Knoxville? Knoxville, it's population of 180,000. About small, small city. Small, bigger than where I was coming from. Where's that? Uh, Kingsport, Tennessee. It's about okay. forty thousand, forty to fifty. Kingsport. Kingsport. Now, what's the big city near Kingsport? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kingsport, baby. Yeah, you it's got part. It. It's part of the Tri Cities. There's uh, Bristol, Tennessee, and Johnson City, Tennessee. Johnson City, I think I've heard of. Oh, okay. okay. Bristol has the Bristol, uh, Brist- the Bristol, the Bristol, the Bristol Motor Speedway. Bristol Motor NASCAR. Speedway. Oh, great. Okay, Bristol. Um, okay, so then Knoxville for how long? Knoxville is there for my college career, so gotcha. five years. And you were doing comedy in college? Yes. The whole I, time? Uh, I was doing improv the whole time, then I did uh, comedy the last three years. Let's talk about improv. Two, two years, two or three years, I forget. Uh, improv, yeah. Improv. I love improv. I know. Long form? Uh, no, I was building up to it, but then I graduated. Uh, so I want to do long form because it's so fun. You're doing short form? Yeah, like games. Games. Who's lines yeah. in anyway? Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. Um, I mean, which is kind of like just like a, it's like a um, impromptu joke writing, sort of, right? Yeah, kind of, right? Because it's yeah. like you just kind of get a, get a, get a one. Yeah, and like laugh. we would do like short scenes and stuff too. Okay. So there's like character building and scene development and stuff. Okay, so there's yeah. some of the same elements. 
Great. Yeah. I did improv for two levels at I.O., which is now oh, closed. Nice. Yeah, they're they're done, right? Yeah. So I, for a while, let's my resume was had like uh, I.O., all six levels, all the all everything I.O., and I was like, I hope no one catches me, and now they never will. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad I didn't pay for all that stuff. Nice. Yeah, I think it's kind of a scam, the classes. You right? think? You would know more than I would because you've done them. It's for sure a scam. Yeah, it I seems mean, like a cult. Yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. Like, um, you can get okay. So you start paying for the classes, and you get a you get a pass to go watch shows for free. Okay. Um, and so people who are watching the shows are improvisers. People who are performing on the shows, the people who do pay to go to, they are improvisers who have gone through all six levels, yeah. and then they've gotten onto a team. But and they get paid a little bit. But they're already into IO for three thousand dollars. Like they've already yeah. paid IO, so they're not gonna make they're not gonna make three grand performing. No. So there's that's a wash. So yeah. like IO is making money there. Yeah. They're selling drinks and food like a comedy club does, like chicken yeah. tenders and all that all that stuff, like kind of seven dollar Budweiser's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. um they're making money there and they sell tickets. So it's just like a bad no, it's a great model. Um not too great because they went out of business. I know. <laughs> I know. They must have been overstretched. I mean the, their Chicago headquarters was like the size of a bowling alley which sounds like okay it was a huge building <laughs> that makes it sound tiny i want to say it's the size of a whirly ball whirly you know what whirly ball is that's a chicago thing it's like um go kart it's a go-kart sport so you're on a go-kart and you're okay. i think you have like a high ally sort of thing i don't know don't quote me on this but you have like a you have like a lacrosse stick sort of thing and you can whip a whirly ball okay it's like a team building which corporate. hand do you hold your dog with <laughs> Your dog? Hot dog. The <laughs> Chicago dog. <laughs> that's our, that's in here. your mouth. That's oh, in your okay. mouth. Your beer's between your legs. Okay. The hot dog in your mouth. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah. Pickle, tomato, celery, salt, onions. Right. Sport yeah. peppers. Yeah. Um, poppy seed bun. Yeah. And you're whirly balling with all your coworkers from Grubhub. Grubhub is a huge company in Chicago, which a lot of improvisers work at, actually. Oh, okay. And... Um, Anyway, IO ha- has the size of a building that could have encapsulated a whirly ball court. Okay. Um, it looked like yeah, a wh- I forgot that that was that was the <laughs> size of the building. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was like four or five small theaters and a huge bar, like one of the, like a warehouse sort of space. But they had it all divided up, so I think the rent was really high. Okay. Yeah. But don't quote me on that because I don't know. I took two levels. <laughs> I got to the, I got to movement. First was like basic scene work, and then it was movement. Yeah. Second level is movement, and we had to like pretend to be a dragon. And it's like you're part of the tail, okay? You got to wish, wish like the tail does, okay? Yeah. Um, and that was really annoying, and everyone hated it. And they're like, you get, you'll get through it, and you'll, uh, but, um, it wasn't cool. What, was it funny? The dragon was not funny. It was just trying. It was like committing to um physical improv right it was like you three are attached to the hip and you're singing a song and the song doesn't matter but like you have to just kind of like um Im- fully embrace the embodiment of improv you know what i mean like being in it right okay <clears throat> knoxville tennessee yeah you're doing uh short form improv yeah this was on campus on this campus what's a, the name of the university uh university of tennessee knoxville okay. all right it's the other U- there's the UT Austin here and then UT University of Tennessee. Is there more than one University of Tennessee or no? There is one in Chattanooga. Okay. Yeah. But if you said UT in Tennessee, they'd assume you're talking about Knoxville because yeah. it's a pretty big school. Yeah. Or okay. you say UTK. UTK. Yeah. UTK. K is for Knoxville. Knoxville. Yeah. Knoxville. Knoxville. <laughs> Dale, yeah. Um, 
Did you enjoy going there? Uh, yeah. At first, I did not like it. I was a pretty big hermit my first year. Pretty big uh, into that whole depression thing, and I was just in my room all day, and it was a nightmare, and I didn't even realize how bad it was until sophomore year. I was able to actually get out and did improv more and make friends. And What happened? What happened for... What was the difference? Uh, I was in a relationship for freshman year, long-distance relationship. Uh, so I wasn't getting out there because I was like, I've already met the one. Yep, Why yep. meet new people? Totally. Why do it? It's safe. Exactly. Yeah. I uh, did it my high school girlfriend through college. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I feel it. I feel you. Yeah. Um, what right. is she doing? Is she on, on to some better, she's bigger a and better th- things? Yeah, she's a physical therapist. Oh. Yeah. I got two doctor as girlfriends. Um, wow. I know. Good for you. I know. That's my pitch. I'm like, hey, you date me? Who knows what could yeah. happen? I think her? every girl I've dated has been smarter than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? I didn't say they were smarter, but I... Uh, oh, okay. They're doctors. I'm just kidding. They're smarter. Anyway. Um, where do you where are you sleeping tonight again? <laughs> <laughs> no, where was it? I forgot. Zilker Park in a van. <laughs> um you can catch me at Zilker Park tonight in a van. Um, that's true. That's true. But I got, I got it all figured out, man. <laughs> I got it all figured out. I got it all figured out. Like, I'm the happiest yeah. guy in the world. Honestly, like, I feel bad for people who don't have uh, what a I van. have. A okay. van. <laughs> Heating. If I wanted to be a doctor, I could be. I'm just kidding. I. Uh, but that's not what my ego says. Yeah. Um, You'll get there. <laughs> I'll be a doctor <laughs> I'll keep hitting these doctor mics. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're gonna make it, man. You're gonna be a medical doctor. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Someone gets off stage. You're gonna make it, dude. You'll be fine. You're gonna be a pediatrician, and I know. I can see it. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Knoxville, Tennessee. You f- you finally branch out. You get out of that relationship, and you're starting to get into improv. Mm-hmm. Is there a fun improv team name? Uh, ours. So there's a. Uh, ours was called. Cumberland strip tease because there is a, a main strip. Yeah. Cumberland. What strip. is that? The it's a main street going through uh, or right, right off of campus with a bunch of restaurants and bars. <laughs> That's Cumberland strip. And we're Cumberland strip tease. We're just going to need one suggestion to get started from the crowd. Everybody a suggestion of a place that you would have your pants fall down. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a problem with uh, people yelling out racist things. And we, <laughs> we, we had to really set some rules at the start of each show. Okay, what was the rule? <laughs> the rules was don't yell anything that's mean. <laughs> Just don't don't be a dick. I think was pretty much the rules. <laughs> but like we had we had some team meetings. Where we're like, all right, this is a problem. Oh man, it'd be it'd been an issue. Yeah, because sometimes uh, we would take the suggestion (laughs) (laughs) and it was just what are we doing we have full we're acting like we don't have any control over everything (laughs) that we do up there (laughs) you can't guys if they say something racist just don't 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 yes and it yeah yeah you can't don't don't take it wrong with it okay you can just choose to not do it and we it took us a while to realize that (laughs) I would love to have been in that meeting. Guys, guys, some of these, some of these are racist. And, um, you know, the laws of improv. So were you all involved in a class? Did you learn it before? Uh, there is a guy uh, from uh, Harvard. His mo- name is uh, Miles McDonough. 
He came from uh, uh, Boston. Uh, that's where Harvard is, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Boston. Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go, you say, like, I went to a little school in Cambridge. Or if you went to Dartmouth, you'd say, I went to uh, a s- small school in the northeast in Vermont. Or New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Okay. Um, it's a way of being humble. And also, it's a way of setting yourself up for a big grand slam of a reveal that you went to an Ivy League school. Uh, so it's like, okay. oh, what school? Oh, Harvard. I didn't want to say it because I'm a great person. But I wanted to <laughs> tee up a very easy reveal. It's almost worse, I think. Right. Is there like uh, a Cambridge Tech that you could also say <laughs> <that> about? <laughs> Probably, right? <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah. Um, Just went to a little small school in Cambridge. That my uncle runs out of his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he moved there. Uh, he was a grad student. Miles. And Miles did. And he uh, wanted to start an improv team. So he like went and got people to come in. Uh, I wasn't on the first wave of people. I was on the second wave. Uh, this is a fresh, it was a fresh new thing. It was fresh, yeah. 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 It was, there, there was another team that... Uh, was a bit bigger but i think he just wanted to do his own thing so like i was in it with a bunch of people that were also really new at improv okay. and really new to the team so we we're kind of just all learning together and you that's cool you learn by doing you didn't pay yeah. somebody three thousand dollars like, a, like exactly a, yeah. yeah 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 and that's, it was pure uh, yeah and the shows were so fun because it was just all of our friends that would come to it right and they're they're big laughers right right they loved us supportive they yeah. liked it you like it yeah there you go yeah. All right. So then you start doing stand up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're single. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good transition. Uh, <laughs> Not I mean now. I mean then at that point. Oh, uh, oh I wasn't like you stand up and yada, yada, yada. Now you're single. That would be funny. Yeah. No, yeah. I meant at that point in time, you were single. Uh, yes. Yes. Did you get into another thing? Uh, there were, there was one, like, main, yeah, yeah, so, I, I, I dated a girl for, on and off for a year and a half, uh, throughout all of that, so, yeah. An improviser? No, no, she was not a comedian, she was very funny. Respect. Yeah. The people who don't do comedy are always so much funnier. Right, yeah. Or at least, like, you know. Yeah. amount funnier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And less needy, which is a, uh, a very unfunny thing. <laughs> being needy, being uh, needing attention. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to drive you to go on stage, you know. Yeah. If, if you're content, exactly. It's not going to work is, out for and, you. And content people are nice to be around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hope to find some someday. Yeah. Um. So then, okay. So you, how did the uh, stand up go at UTK? Uh. I, so stand up was outside of this the university. It was uh, yeah. in the city uh, and of Knoxville. Of Knoxville, Tennessee. In which there was a scene. There was, yeah. It was pretty. It's pretty small. Uh, I'd say in its peak, there was like four mics a week. So you know. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, better than some places. Yeah, and uh, then you came in swinging or what? I came in swinging. Because you're. <laughs> <laughs> So I had known, uh, like, I was very comfortable my first time because I'd, I'd known the stand-ups from doing improv because there's, like, some overlap with okay. shows. Nice. Uh, so my first time doing it was at this uh, small venue uh, in Old City, Knoxville, called The Pilot Light. And uh, it's great, like, small punk shitty bar venue. It's Perfect. fantastic. 
um, and I knew everyone in the crowd, and I wouldn't do any of that material now, but uh, I thought it was funny at the time. And it went well, too. I think so. I'm sure okay. if I watched it now, but my, my bar is so much higher for myself now. What's funny, I have a friend who started in college, and I'm kind of, kind of jealous of him because he said that they, they had these shows that they would um, go to like a, a lecture hall and just sneak in. And just put a show on, and he showed me a video of those shows, and he's killing harder than he ever, ever would. killed later. And yeah, it was the worst material I've ever heard. Oh yeah, absolutely it was boring, terrible material. <laughs> yeah, I I did one uh, stand-up show which was just for college kids. Uh, it's like just a bunch of friends that put it on in their backyard, and it was packed back there. And I it was the the hardest the the hardest I've ever killed. It was the best I've oh, ever yeah. felt coming off. They're of rowdy. It. Oh yeah best they loved every single uh shitty joke that i was saying <laughs> to them it was great did you have your aesthetic the whole time how long have you had this aesthetic because you have an aesthetic all right it's, describe this aesthetic. i'll describe it for the audio listeners okay you got i it, it's uh <laughs> i think it's a david bowie meets david byrne um it's a bit like talking heads 80s you got the dad sneaks with good socks high ankle pants um that are not slim but they're not uh, baggy. They're like an accurate fit for a chino. And then typically like a tight sweater or a uh, a fun shirt up top. I'm trying to think about the shirt game. Oh, you had a corduroy you had a corduroy button down on the other night, and we were talking about your look. Um, and then your hair, obviously, we got a mullet situation going on. But a very um, a very much like an eighties flock of seagulls hair with a with a flow in the back i could i could have done better but that's about it uh i would say that i've uh i i think i'm it was a slow build to get to where we are now <laughs> uh you know it was earned <laughs> how about the hair uh the hair i've had this hair for Three months now, nice. Which yeah. I, I like. I should say I liked it. I shouldn't just. You shouldn't just, just be naming. These <laughs> How long things. have you had that hair? <laughs> My entire life, Jesus. as you can imagine. Well, you got like uh, two more months left. I've had the standard boy haircut for my entire life. <laughs> I mean, I had a bowl cut when I was younger, but then I switched to you know, yeah, uh, uh, high fade. Sometimes it's more slicked down. Yeah, yeah, I do. I will slick it down. I will slick it down more. Um, uh, yeah, right now I've got. I just went swimming. Oh, shit. swimming here. Nice. Yeah, February eighth, swimming. Okay, Austin. It's baby. the ninth, I think. It's the ninth. Yeah. Damn. Ninth already. Um. But, all right. Yeah. So I've had this. I I had really long hair pretty much since end of high school. Okay, really long hair. Yeah. Okay. And how did you how did you wear it? Uh, uh sometimes middle part, just. Yep. Behind the ears. Nice. Yeah, I looked uh more a lot more feminine than, yeah. And like, was that on purpose? How did you feel with the, about that? How did how did the how did your girlfriends feel about that? Where were you at with that? Uh, so I think I attract uh, women that are into women, <laughs> 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 which is fine because I also am just attracted to lesbians. I think <laughs> it's mutual. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, they're into it, you know. Very good. Yeah. Okay. It's more of a niche market that I target, <laughs> but like that niche uh, target uh, market is uh, like really into me, you know. That's so, good. Okay. Right. So yeah. you kind of know. You kind of know, but you all, you you're not bad at hitting on women. I don't <laughs> agree with that. You're not bad at it. Okay, you're not bad at it. <laughs> All right, ex- tell me why you think no, that. No, uh, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> why do you think I'm not bad? Here's where I was convinced, is when um, our friend, or my friend, who you recently met, um, was talking to a woman, and it was kind of going well. You know what I mean? And then she had, like, four friends. Right. This is at Lucky Duck, right? And I was kind of uh, doing the role of, like, I'll talk to the four friends and make sure they don't want to leave or anything so that you can talk to their their fr- their their one girl. I was like wingmanning four women at the same time. Basically. Right. And you're doing great. I was doing well. I was running charm, but I was running out of gas. And who comes along but my old pal, Lucas. And I go, Lucas, how are you doing? Do you remember what I said to you? Because I was like, I said, I said something to make you... St- I was like, please stay, basically. Right? <laughs> I think you just called me charming. I was like, I need some charm. You're charming. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to be charming. And I am I was like running out of charm, I think, is what I, I would describe it. <laughs> and then you come in with the, what are you guys doing? The, the moment that I was like, oh, Lucas can talk to women, was um, <laughs> you were like, Nova, Nova, what's what, what was... Uh, um, what was your day like before this? Like, where, where were you coming from? Like, in your, in your day? Yeah, but she did not want to talk to me. So. I, well, that's what I said. I had the same, I had the same experience with the same woman where it's like, ask a very generous question like that where it's like, please, open up to me. Tell me whatever you want. And I will totally, you know, it's balls in your court. And she's like, work. Yeah. You know, like one little thing. But the question. I hate women. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Welcome back. Cut. Welcome. You know, cut, we'll cut here, and this will be an edit point. And um, but you are okay, right? So uh, you are good at talking to women. Um, <laughs> you are. You are. I mean, that's a generalization, right? That's a. It's a sure. It sounds stupid because it's a generalization. Yeah. Um, I guess I should mean you're good at talking to people. Um, yeah. Because um, it's the same basic skill. It's like. Because I found it with podcasting too, where it's like if you just get just shine the light on somebody a little bit and just give them a little bit of attention, they usually like fucking open up and bloom. You know? Yeah. <laughs> is that happening now? It is. <laughs> I've, I'm cold, so that's why I'm tensing up. I know. Yeah. It, the sun's supposed to was supposed to be out. Yeah. It was out for a couple moments. Um. All right. So these the point is these girls in college were into the long hair, <laughs> the semi femme look right yeah um and you know your look because i do you, have, you do a couple of jokes in the opening like whatever i look like that or like a mom who like a you know whatever like, yeah, a lesbian, a lesbian yeah, yeah 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 it'll be it's worded more uh, eloquently thank you yeah you're very welcome um it's tight too tight jokes thanks yeah i try to keep it tight you know very good keep it tight yeah uh all right so then what you graduate five years what what happened there um after graduation no, you were there for five years. You yeah, said. Uh, I d- did a four-year degree in five years studying advertising. Uh, Why? Aren't you smart? No. You're not? <laughs> I don't think so. Like you're not school smart? Uh, I, I, I learned how to do well in school. Okay. But also, I, I, it took me five years because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. I, I, okay. I was undecided, and then I was a nursing major, and then I was advertising. There you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I passed all my classes. I was magna, one of the cum laude's, I forget. Nice. Maybe sum, whatever the second level, not the highest one. Yeah, me second. too, me too, me too. Yeah, I oh, think it's magna. Cool. Oh, magna? I think summa is the top. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I don't know. They wouldn't tell me. They would never tell me. You went to Chicago University? No, I went to uh, St. Bonaventure University, Go Bonnies. It's a small Catholic school in upstate New York. You're Catholic. I'm Catholic. Yeah, raised Catholic, and I uh, like parts of it still. Yeah? Yeah. Like all the guilt? All the guilt. I, I, have, a, I have a pretty guilt-free Catholic upbringing. <clears throat> um, some minor, although like some of the sex shame that I experienced was like from even evangelical. Like, as I also had like... I had evangelical friends. I was dating a, a girl. She was involved in a, the church. I don't know. Yeah. Were you all waiting till marriage? Uh, yeah. Um, or something, I guess. Um, <laughs> What's the something? Or like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We were waiting. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, waiting for you to get hotter. Uh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> we'll see. You know, we can talk. You know, yeah. like every every quarter we'll talk and I'll tell you if you're there yet. And <laughs> we weren't. Um, but I felt just as much, if not more, sex shame from... Like the general from like what's it called non denominational Christianity than from oh, really? Catholic yeah totally I mean my my specific Catholic upbringing was pretty fine with sex I think they just didn't talk about it to the point where they made you feel it was important oh okay what about you uh, I was raised uh, Christian Nazarene Nazarene uh huh what's that like uh it's kind of close to Baptist I've heard okay yeah so what pretty uh it was pretty Pretty conservative. Conservative, I think. yeah. And then uh, the services were like, were they intense? Yeah, it was. It was most of the services were uh, learning how to not sin, and so I knew a lot of things I shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be more positive. Like, what, what, what can we do here? What's yeah. our, what's our, what should be our goal here? The first time I touched a girl's boobs was in ninth grade, and then I apologized to her afterwards. Uh, because I, I promised God I would never do that until marriage. Wow. Yeah. You uh, apologized to her. How did she take it? Uh, she was like, oh, okay. I think <laughs> I made her feel bad. <laughs> you spread the sex shame to her. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Damn it. I know. Damn you to hell. I know. I know. Literally. I know. I had a lot of guilt. So you did comedy until you graduated, then upon graduation you wanted to leave? Uh, yeah. I, I had done everything that I wanted to in Knoxville so wanted to get out what was your stand-up your biggest comedy success in Knoxville uh I think uh there's a show that we put on in this old uh art house theater and we filled it up with like a hundred plus people oh my god that was great how'd you advertise uh through posters uh, a lot of in-person like uh, firing yeah firing. nice respect that thank you um Going around a lot of people, it was a lot of like our, our shows brought in a lot of college students because that's like what my network was. Yeah. So our, our, it was kind of interesting having comics come in that were used to like doing club work and then, uh, coming into like this, like really young progressive crowd. And it could be their first comedy show they've ever been to. Right. right? Yeah. They don't know how it's supposed to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. It was, uh, it was interesting and they were like there for it. So they're like really excited to be there. I love that. Yeah. Even though they were probably not laughing at the same stuff that people are used to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it was fun whenever uh, there's a comedian that, like, has, uh, like, like anti-woke jokes or whatever. And yeah. then it really works for that crowd because then it's like, oh, that's, like, a good joke then, you know, if it's working. If okay, if it works for that crowd, then it's a really good joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, what do you think about anti-woke humor? 
like, I, um, I think, I don't know, say that question a little better. I will. We are, we're in Austin. And um, Texas, Austin, Texas, and it USA. seems to me I like I like the idea of talking to you, and honestly, I gravitated to you to you right away because it's like I feel I I, I came here and I immediately felt a wash in the open mic scene and even some of the shows in like this what I think of as like anti woke quote unquote offensive humor where it's like it seems to me that their main priority is to push the boundaries of what a standard. Um, young liberalish person would find offensive i mean they want to say a slur they want to say a slur or they want to say something that's like um that, that like women are dumb something misogynistic or se- or sexist or racist or ableist or um transphobic they want to say something like they want to say something that's crossing a line that's been established on twitter or whatever they want to make fun of pronouns they want to make fun of anything that's kind of new in social justice they want that newer they want to make fun of that and transgress those established boundaries. Right. Um, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> How did you? I mean, <laughs> and you're in these same you're in these same rooms listening to these same jokes, like, um, and like, do you? Because uh, I am almost uh, like I've I get sick of that shit. Like I like I think there's comics who do it well. I don't even care. Like. I don't even care about those comics who do it that who do it well uh, yeah. on a professional level. I don't even like them that much. So it's like a poor imitation of that. I just don't give a shit about it. I don't th- find it funny. I find that annoying if I hear it five times in a row. Right. Um, uh, I'm annoyed by it. So I'm curious how you feel about it. You because you're also a wash in this in this for lack of a better word anti woke humor. Oh, thank you. Uh, I uh, I wish I could agree but i mean you're just your set is like just slurs on slurs <laughs> it's really hard to listen to um i feel like you're gonna get the police called in on you Lenny bruce style yeah well they're all afraid they're afraid of what i can do <laughs> truth. they're afraid of my uh of my truth yeah uh, my truth of your art yeah my art is to say the n-word my truth is that yeah if there's any word that i i that i supposedly can't say guess what i'm gonna say it Uh uh-huh and uh i'm brave yeah i I feel like my general rule of thumb is like if it's uh with more like uh offensive kind of uh uh temperamental words if it's like kind of on the edge like you, if you're gonna use it it has to be like have a lot of purpose for why you're using it right. like it has to benefit the joke um i don't know i feel like saying things as like shock value aren't like we've i feel like uh, we've heard pretty much everything now so i'm not sure how like how shock shockful your uh, your jokes can be now because yeah uh, and also hearing like more than five minutes of somebody just trying to say like the darkest stuff is uh, it, it gets tiring. Yeah, true. Yeah, once you get to about five, uh, yeah, it's like it wears on you. Of any kind of of any, if anyone's doing one trick, if anyone's a one trick pony, yeah, um, yeah. So you're not offended. Do you find yourself being offended at any point? No, I've I don't. Almost been offended. Yeah. Oh really? I don't think I really get offended. I think. Uh, oh, I don't know. Like I, I don't, I'm, I'm a person, so of course I get offended by some stuff. But like with with stuff said on stage, or 
uh, if somebody says like something that's like mean, it's like kind of funny because like I, I feel like I'm around pretty like nice people most of the time, so yeah. it like, kind of takes me back. <laughs> and it's just like, oh wow, yeah, this person like still thinks like that. That's kind of fun. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, yeah, I mean like, um, right? I've enjoyed people who definitely um, are saying things that I don't agree with. I've really enjoyed their comedy, and part of it is that delight of like, whoa, that is different. That is something else. Yeah, that is uh, like they don't give a shit about the rules you know or whatever and that's, yeah. what, that's what they're going for that's what all of them are going for but when you fail that you just become an annoying um offensive person and i, oh, I i'm trying to write a joke about it i almost want to i want to like try to write like a thing where it's like you're being rude like it's like you're just being rude i and i hate rude people yeah like it's like um it's like i think if i think honestly these, some of these people probably like like they they don't feel bad about being accused of being racist or misogynistic or transphobic or homophobic or whatever but they would probably balk at being called rude like are you being a dick like you're being a you're being a or annoying yeah like, I, I think if i was like hey that joke <laughs> that joke where we say chinese people can't drive that annoys me yeah. i'm annoyed by that which is true yeah but i think it would be more effective at making them stop doing that than me being like <laughs> that's racist because it's racist but it's but because it's racist it is to me i'm like that's impolite like yeah. i mean like People, uh, uh, people are gonna think that you don't give a shit about them. Um, yeah. And they're like, they're just thinking like, you know, who are you gonna make fun of next? You know what I mean? Like, right. who are you gonna belittle next? It's belittling the people. Right. Yeah. I, I think it, for me, if, uh, like, I don't, I don't have uh, any experience in my life with like uh, with race or anything. You know. Was, You're white, just for the I listeners. Am, I am white. Yeah. yeah almost uh, translucent. So like, if me making jokes about like uh, 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 other races, it's like me coming as it from an outsider. I don't have any like inside point of view from that. So it, it would just be kind of weird for me to do that, other than to like prove something that I I could make <laughs> jokes about that. Like yeah. Uh, which I feel like is a lot of uh, uh, some people are just to, like trying to prove that they they can like do jokes about topics that are uh, uh, more sensitive. Um, but yeah, I, I think like a general rule of thumb is to if you're making fun of a group of people, you have to do it to their faces. So if you're if you if you have some kind of uh, joke that could be racist you have to do it in front of that group of people and see how they take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because if they don't like it, then it's just a racist. It's just racist. Then it's just being othering. It's just be like, aren't we, we're okay. And they're not, it's kind of like, the, right. The yeah. It's like we're in on it and they're not in on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's why it's important to just get in front of a bunch of different kinds of audiences. So you're not, uh, just like cornering yourself into one point of view with your act. Do you feel, uh, like any of your jokes are, uh, offensive or too close to the edge or i've been doing one where i'm, I'm I, yesterday i felt like a little unsure about it um it's i i have this joke where i i, I like come out as straight because yeah, yeah. uh people assume the other you know with me <laughs> uh and uh i say that i did pray the gay away in high school uh there's a gay kid that bullied me um and i prayed that he would go away and kill himself <laughs> um and so normally that joke, like, it bombs right there. Like, it doesn't get a good reaction. Um, and then and then I'm like, well, uh, uh, no, he didn't. He never killed himself. Uh, but he got addicted to heroin. And his brother died. Uh, and, 
And then uh, uh, I say, uh, well, that's, uh, that's God getting back at you uh, because you're a sinner. So that's the lesson of today. Be straight. Don't sin. And the audience is likes it. And I can tell from your face that you do not well, like it. <laughs> I liked the idea. I mean, you're playing with it. And that's fun. Pray the gay away. And you're praying a guy who's gay. You're actually praying him away. Right. And then he died. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Like that, like God's on your side. Um, yeah. But, but then I think people are drunk. I mean, it's like. I mean, I know guys too who are layered, and there and there's an ironic layer on top of their basic um, racist joke or whatever, or like homophobic joke in this case. Um, and then some people are too drunk to get to the top layer, and they just go, "That was a funny thing you said about gays." Right? Yeah. And and uh, <laughs> so I like the the place that I'm I I've uh, I'll just do that too. Nice. Uh, the place that I've uh, taking it to now which i'm uncertain about and uh not sure if i'm gonna continue is like (laughs) because like uh so i was raised like pretty conservative and like super uh homophobic church and uh, my family's pretty uh, homophobic and stuff too so uh still uh no no they're not uh, which is really cool my dad had a whole uh uh, he doesn't believe in God anymore now and loves the gays. All right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? So uh, that's, that's it, very interesting. If you ever want to, okay, what guy? We'll yeah, we, we can get into yeah. it. Uh, but uh, so it was in high school that I like uh, met like real gay people, and I was like, oh wow. Uh, and then in in college, I became you know like pretty integrated and now it's like the idea of homophobia is is so funny to me because it's just like such a dated idea i know isn't it funny yeah so so to me me saying (laughs) on stage gay people are are going to hell uh is is so ridiculous it's it's ridiculous and funny to me uh and so (laughs) i'm trying to I'm trying to like get that idea. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm still working on it because I don't want to like just come across as me just saying that. I wanted to have like that irony to it. But, yeah. Uh, it's a dangerous game. Yeah, exactly. Because you know it it, it depends. I I I I don't know. I I kind of hate the idea of like judging someone for why they're laughing because you don't really know why. You like if somebody's like, oh, you laughed for the wrong reasons. Like you don't really know, but I know. But you can get an idea. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, there's only two reasons: either they're laughing because it's hilarious that someone would even say that gay people are going to hell, or they're laughing because they agree. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's binary. <laughs> That's binary. <laughs> That's not non-binary. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so far when I've done that, that <laughs> people have liked it a lot. They like it. Uh, hey, I don't know. At this point, if it they, works, it they works. love to hate. You know. Sure. Um, I was actually thinking about your uh, women aren't funny joke. The joke about how women aren't. Funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, do you think that's like? Do you feel like that's pandering to the wrong crowd? Uh, I'm leading you in the. I'm leading you in one direction, and it's a funny joke. <laughs> Uh, but I'm leading you in that direction. Like maybe they're laughing for the wrong reasons at that, which they probably are, aren't they? Uh, I I don't know. I, I feel like you got to give the crowd a little more credit than that. Okay. I I don't think people are going out uh, uh, and being like, oh, thank God it's another guy up there because I'm not going to listen to a a woman. A woman, yeah, yeah. So the joke is like the joke is like you know you're right. You you're you come out as non-binary to the crowd, which right. I think is fucking ballsy. <laughs> Um, ballsy gendered. Nice. Um, 
and you say, uh, "Some days I feel like a woman, and other days I feel funny." Right? Yeah. That's but you say it funnier it. than that. You say it funnier. <laughs> yeah, it's way funnier than it's that. <laughs> <laughs> you botched it, but I yeah. do. I botched it. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I like that one a lot because it's like I'm saying something very progressive and then something also like so not yeah, progressive. Exactly. So yeah. it's a it's a fun combination. Um, but yeah, that that one's new, so I'm still uh, figuring it out. That's a, I mean, it it does hit. It punches. It pun. Yeah, I I, I, I like that. It hits. Yeah, it that hits. Event. It hits, man. Yeah. Um, Gendered. Gendered. It hits, person. It hits. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you I started. You started. You started. I I looked at your Instagram and there was like a November post about being they them non-binary. Uh yeah, it was in November. I guess. Yeah. yeah. What? So that was what uh, four or five months. Or something? Uh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? How's it been? <laughs> uh it's been good uh it's it's kind of a more nuanced thing than i feel i feel like i've never come out as gay so you know i don't don't really know what that experience is like but uh i i feel like it's a bit more nuanced and it's a little bit like uh because it requires people to be uh more a bit more like active with how they're uh like using the correct pronouns and stuff like that so it's a bit more of like a reminder which i'm like pretty uncomfortable with reminding people about or correcting people so i don't really seem like you'd be militant about that yeah yeah uh and i don't know i think it's more just uh like i'm not offended anytime somebody uh uses like a he or something because you know that's how i how i look uh so I, i think it's more just like somebody's intentions like if somebody was trying to be hurtful then that would be a different thing but i don't think anyone's trying to be hurtful that's good yeah have you have you felt like people um because you're also you're coming to a new city now so this is your first time in a n- meeting people and that and with being non-binary so uh yeah is that difficult what's been the, is what's been the challenge for that um it's a little difficult whenever somebody asks me like what that means because i i just have kind of assumed everyone knows what that means but yeah. they don't at all <laughs> uh and i have a hard time explaining it myself um yeah so it's, right and to be fair you said you didn't have a lot to say about this and you don't want to talk about this for very long and we won't yeah i'm offended by it now. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm gonna yeah <laughs> no this is fine and uh, uh god oh i don't you go i will um, I will. Um, <laughs> how, did will. The, how, how did the, how was the fam response? The family response? Uh, they, uh, uh I, I thought that was funny. I said they, cause I could be talking about my family <laughs> or about me in the third person. <laughs> they came out to their family <laughs> and their family. Um, no, my, I think my parents, they're a little, uh, confused, but they're very supportive of it. I had one family member, uh, it, it more like tainted the experience. The rest of it has been great. Okay. Uh, I had a family member reach out and like send me this text about how people who do this, uh, kind of like, uh, gender thing or, uh, are more likely to, uh, be homeless and do crime. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like, it's like one follows, it's not one follows the other, right? It's like. Well, what do you think? I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I need to study up on the statistics and whatnot. But it doesn't but, cause. Yeah. Right. It's not like you you are gay and then you decide to do crime. You do crime and then you become gay. <laughs> 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 I think that's the that's the way it goes. You should be talking to criminals and telling them, hey, if you're not careful, you're going to end up with some <laughs> made them pronouns. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Will that make you happy? They don't know what cell to put you in. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you're going away. Tell you what. <laughs> Either way, you're going away. Uh-huh. Uh, it's more like, uh, you know, those people, sometimes, like, you know, they get, rege- they get like, kicked out of their families or their societies or whatever. And then they right, end up yeah. In a bad situation. Right, In which yeah. people do crimes. Yeah, exactly. Probably. That's what, that's what that's I would what say. That's what I would assume, yeah. 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 Um, but then, okay, so, I mean, like, we, we hear jokes about they, them pronouns. Against yeah. they, them pronouns. How does that work for you? How does uh, that go? I, I feel like a lot of them are hack. It seems to be like the same kind of idea over and over again. Right. What are you hearing? Uh, I'm hearing like I like oh, a white guy being like I identify as a black man. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. <laughs> it's like I've, I'm yeah, a helicopter. Yeah. 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 I'm a, yeah. Apache helic attack helicopter. Um, That's a famous. Is that Bill Burr or somebody? It's like someone famous. Oh, someone famous did the helicopter one. If oh, I okay. remember, I don't remember. It's not. It's one of the comedians I don't really follow closely because I don't respect what they do. But. Uh, <laughs> One of those guys. <laughs> they have a huge podcast, I yep. assume. Punch, punch into the top. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and if they hear this, they know who they are. Okay? <laughs> they know who they are. Okay? Terrence is coming for you. I feel so woke in Texas. Like, at home, oh, I'm really? like, at home, I'm like, <laughs> at home in Brooklyn, I'm like, okay, Brooklyn, keep Brooklyning it up over there. I feel like I'm the one being attacked as a straight white male or whatever. Then I come down here and I'm like, guys, let's just not, let's not say uh, the R word. Yeah. Not, like, people love saying the R word and the, and the F word, which is a pejorative, a homophobic slur that's the F word. They love saying both of those. Yeah. Those are like mid-level misdemeanor offenses. Which ones are those? Faggot and retard. Oh. <laughs> They love oh, saying both okay. of those. Very comfortable getting those out there. <laughs> I am. I'm clearly not. <laughs> I am clearly not, and you know this. Um, but they love saying those, like the misdemeanor offenses. You know, what I mean, they like saying those. They'll never say the n word. No. They'll never say. Well, there was there was that one guy, uh, comedian at uh, the one of the really late open mics that went up there and did like a Bernie Mac routine. Really? Just yeah. a Bernie Mac routine? Yeah. Like, oh, he like took it from Bernie Mac. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and like guy? that was the bit because he was a white guy okay. up there doing it. Not bad. Uh, he got booed off stage. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but anyway, those are like the misdemeanor ones, though. Those other ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, and those are fine. Yeah, those are totally fine. Yeah, which is weird because, uh, like, even in uh, Knoxville, if you said, uh, well, maybe it's just changing uh, everywhere. Like, if you said the R word, like the crowd would like tense up. Like yeah, right. Close off to you. Yeah, I went to. I mean, I just. Th- I think about guys. I went to education school and I took special ed classes, and the whole, basically the whole class was focused on not saying the R word. Oh, right. It was like, let's break the stigma. This is a. It's not an autistic person. It's a person with autism. It's a person with Down syndrome. You know what I mean? Like, um, and like it is a slur. It just it puts them all in one thing, and it does what slurs do. It others them. I mean, it's just it's a slur. Right. I mean, like it's not. Whatever. I don't know why. I had this argument with a guy, I don't know, where it's like, well, they don't care. And it's like, yeah, but their moms are so tired. Right. Their moms are tired from a long day, and they work, and they parent, you know, and uh, they'd rather you didn't say it. And they're asking you very nicely for 20 years. <laughs> just please don't. <laughs> just please don't. And they're, like, so tired. I'm just, say, I'm just yeah. picturing this poor woman, probably a nurse. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, sorry. All women are bisexual and nurses. But this is not about me, Lucas. This is about you. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, Let's get into it. Uh, you find the anti-they jokes hack. Yeah, I I, I, I don't... Well, I, I think um, it's it's coming from, like, some, from an outsider, you know? So it's right. like, why... 
like what 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 kind of like new take are you going to have about this that's not already out there um right it is it just based it's just based on like the fear of saying the wrong thing right and being yeah. canceled like it's you're just coming from a place of fear of like whoa whoa what's next am i gonna have to call blue green you know what i mean like whoa 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 you know what i mean they're like hold on hold on here um and they find they're they're saying you're asking too much yeah essentially is the is the theme of those jokes yeah i had i had i wrote a pronoun joke uh which i thought was very funny and then i was like uh have i heard this before and i went and searched it and found it on twitter sure like the exact same joke okay like like a bunch of times you know so a bunch of different ones okay you want to hear those really funny yeah all right uh what do you think uh, Michael Jackson's pronouns would be? Because he was pretty androgynous, <laughs> right? I think they'd be he he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, see, that's the, yeah. I'm glad you. Uh, he 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 he. Yeah, that's good. I thought yeah. it was so funny, and then I was like, "There's, there's no way someone hasn't tapped into this gold mine <laughs> of a joke." <laughs> All right. They done did it. They yeah. did it. They did it. They're there. They done did it. Um, okay, I'll take me take me from Knoxville to Salt Lake City. Yeah, so my sister lives there in Salt Lake. Uh, As a nurse, go Jazz. Go Jazz. Uh, um, yeah, she is a nurse there, and she's uh, she's a snowboarder and close? a hiker. Uh, yeah, we are now. Okay, yeah. who's your favorite? So <laughs> uh, bet- of my sisters, <laughs> I would say my sister. <laughs> oh, she's your best sister. Yeah, yeah. she's your only sister. Uh, favorite sibling? You know, you can't uh, you can't pick. But Not my sister pod, would no. be, probably be up, probably in my favorite. She'd be the <laughs> <laughs> she's the one I'm uh, closest to right now. You yeah, know, there changes. You go. I ha- yeah, yes, I actually have this exact same thing where I go different phases of my life. I'm closer with different, different, different brothers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right now, there's one is winning, and, and they know who they are. He knows who he is. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe he does. I don't so know. you're watching this? Do they support you? Yeah, uh, they support. I don't know if they're watching uh, the whole thing or whatever. But are they scared for you living in a van? No, that's what's so nice. What a male privilege. No one has expressed <laughs> any concern. I swear <laughs> to God, my mom is worried. My mom wants to hear from me every day, and I have her. I have my location services on, so she can see my location. Oh, nice. Um, but if I go on airplane mode, she gets very worried. Really? I did a podcast and I went on airplane mode, and I, uh, I had a manhunt out for me I, people were oh, like my friend friends who were in town were like hey your mom just called me she wants to know where you are <laughs> <laughs> oh my god she yeah. really loved you she does love me she's concerned for me it was hours it was a it was a span of oh my god just a few hours wow yeah i know um in my opinion it was an overreaction and we discussed <laughs> it and um yeah and everything was good now i'm 30 yeah. years old yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i understand the risks i'm taking and uh it was a few hours. I liked how the other day when I asked you your, your age, you said 30, and you were like, I'm almost in my 30s. I'm like, you are <laughs> <laughs> you are in your 30s right now. You're there. Brother, these are the 30s. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. You're yeah. in your 30s. You're in them. You just walked in. I'm about to be 31 in April. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. April 1st? April 24th. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'd be fun. April 1st would be fun. That would be fun. Comedian birthday. All right, so Salt Lake City, how's that for you? Uh, the draw? Your sister was the draw? Yeah. Yeah. The fr- I got free rent for the first two two months I was we there. We love it. We love a free yeah, rent. But then she charged me. <laughs> but really, it was my mom paying her. <laughs> <laughs> As Robin Peter to pay Paul, honey. You can't. You exactly. Can't me. It's all coming from the same place. Exactly. 
so now So was it a guest I room pe- or the couch or what? Uh it was a guest room. Yeah. All it was right. a it was nice digs too. It was like at a house in oh, a backyard. Beautiful. Oh okay. they had a hot tub. Get out of here. It was sick. What was the rent? Uh six I'll ask your mom, twenty five. Okay. Nice. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, pretty good deal. That's a good dig. I'll ask your mom. <laughs> I'll ask your mom, bro. <laughs> Next time, next time I'm over at her <laughs> to have sex with her. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. is that what you're doing? Yeah, oh, I'm okay. Your mom. Okay, I was wondering why she wasn't calling me back. Too busy getting <laughs> Too your busy. dick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 you need a soundboard. That all comes in a post. That'd be fun if uh, the guest had the soundboard for each show. <laughs> Flush. Honk honk. Beep beep. Me so horny. You've got him <laughs> down. <laughs> All the buttons, man. This is a yeah. It's funny. You got you got an odd effect on me. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know, I don't know what the hell is going on with this podcast right now? <laughs> what were we talking about? Salt Lake. Salt Lake City. Yeah. And you started doing comedy there. There's got to be a, a bigger scene there. Uh, bigger than what well, has bigger actually Knoxville. Yeah, bigger than Knoxville, but still not that big. I wow. think a lot of people were. Uh, not as open to going out as they are here. So everyone is still like a lot of comedians weren't going out because of COVID. Wait, yeah. When did you? Oh, when did you move there? Oh, well, I was so young. You just got out of college. Yeah, last year. Yeah, oh I, I've god. I've been I was in Salt Lake for five months. Oh my god. Yeah, I am sixteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look like you looked eighteen. That's why I started. <laughs> you don't look you. a day over fourteen. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> You're 24. Yeah. Okay. It's my Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland That's what year. you keep saying. Yeah. Because of the show I keep, 24? Yeah. Not a bad <laughs> What joke. else would it be for? I thought he was a basketball player for the first <laughs> two seconds, and then I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I keep almost saying my Jordan year, but he's 23. Is that right? Yeah. Jordan year is 23. Okay. Actually, I play a game with my friends called Jordan year. If we're at a party and I don't know somebody very well, I'll get, tell me about your 23rd year. Let's do it. Let's play it real quick. Okay. All right. When, when's your birthday? October. When did you, when did you, and where were you in October of uh, your tw- of your 23rd birthday? Where is that? Where is that birthday? What city? Knoxville? When I was turning 23? Yeah. So I was in Knoxville, yes. And you hadn't moved to Salt Lake yet? Uh, no, I hadn't. I was still in school. Oh, okay. was, uh It was my s- second to last semester. Okay. So you're yeah. going, you're ending up, ending your fall semester. Um, so then, okay, so then your 23rd year, your spring semester, your yeah. last year, you graduate in the spring at 23. Yeah. And then you go to Salt Lake? Uh, so, uh, back up you're going too quick uh october i hear that all the time (laughs) october october i was uh getting back together with an ex and things got like heavy like like serious and then my last semester i i studied abroad in sydney australia wow so i was there i'm glad you backed me up two months uh the relationship ended uh, While you were in when, Sydney, yeah, she like drove me to the airport, and that's where we ended. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, ideally you do it before then, I guess. Right. But that's better than doing it over Skype, and uh, it's 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 yeah. five a.m. for you and eight p.m. for her. No, or exactly. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like we we knew it was gonna end. That was like the goodbye. You that's know? so mature. You think so? I do think so. I think uh, I think I'm, I think I think a good breakup where you both are like no one's manipulating anyone else. You're just like, here comes the end. And then you don't like. I have mad respect for um, some of my through. exes who have like we've done a good breakup. I feel like giving them a high five, but we're not communicating, so it's good. Yeah, that's it's good. Um, but I think if we did communicate, I'd be like, "Great job." <laughs> <laughs> good 
good. You nailed it. We both nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so so then you're single in Sydney. I am, yeah. Did anything uh, good happen there? Uh from being single? Yeah. Um yeah. Nice. <laughs> down under. Thunder down under. Uh um, and we'll be right back. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of Squarespace. Uh one uh a girl told me that my American accent was was hot, which was oh, yeah. like a surprise to me. I didn't know that was even possible, especially with the way I talk. She's like Oh, oh, you sound like the Cowboys on TV. <laughs> no, wait, wrong. Do you sound like, uh, oh, yeah, another shrimp in the bobby, mate? A, I have mate? a trick for getting into the hey? the Australian accent. Please tell me. If you say uh, Hugh Jackman uh, over and over, you can, like, fall into If you're like, Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Hugh Jackman, how you doing over there? Hugh we're, Jackman. We're uh, talking y- on the mics here. We're just having a grand old time. Bit of a beautiful day. Bit no. of a beautiful day. You Jackman. Hey, you Jackman. Hey, you Jackman. Jackman. Hey there. Good day. Good day. There you go. You Jackman. And they kind of. Uh, there you go. They kind of say things like everything's a question. You know, yeah, like every, yeah. everything ends on a high note. Sure. Like, sure. Like uh, I'm wearing a, a orange jacket. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. You know, we're just sitting in a park. You t- say, um, I like the way you talk. I like the way you talk. <laughs> talk a lot. So lot. you talk like a cowboy from the movies. You, <laughs> you. You Jackman, you talk like a cowboy from the movies. <laughs> I think that, w- that one didn't hit that hard. But. Oh, pop, pop a pants off. Oh, shit. I keep doing English. <laughs> I keep doing English. I, and sometimes I can get into an accent, but I can't today. Oh, yeah, you suck. So That's the sorry. only one that I can do consistently. Because you're around all those uh, Aussies. Yeah, I got it down. Sydney. Yeah. All right, good. So you liked your American accent. Yeah. yeah. And I, I did comedy there, too, which was fun. Cool. Yeah. Big city. Yeah. Okay. So you're the, like then the scene there was pretty like tight knit also, which was cool. So okay. you could like, uh, you could make an impression pretty pretty quickly. They all they're all talking about you <laughs> if you do well, right? Yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah. yeah. Or poorly. Yeah. yeah. And and being an American, I had like uh, like I uh, I could draw attention whenever I went on stage uh, just from like. The, be, not being an Australian because oh, that was something different. I know, God. And then you you can comment on their culture from an outsider perspective. Exactly. It's yeah. So great. And I had yeah, I had some fun jokes that they loved that I just can't do here anymore. Because they're making fun of Australians. Yeah, it's like Australian references that <laughs> they just that they would get and find funny. Oh well. Okay then. Okay, you're 23, and then you come back. Come back because of COVID. Got sent home a month early. Oh god, this is 2020. I keep in like you're 23, yeah. which is a long time ago. Yeah, this was uh, yeah the last year. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could come back in like March. Uh, yeah, I'm back January, February, March. Yep, I came back in March. I was supposed to stay till April, but. And then you graduate online or something. Uh, at your parents' house in Knoxville. Uh, no, I, I had an apartment in Knoxville that I stayed in. My nice. parents live in Kingsport, Tennessee. Gotcha. Right, we talked yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've, I, I did that, then stayed in Knoxville, uh, didn't get a graduation cause they were canceled. Yeah. Um, and stayed there until end of July, went to Salt Lake. Went to Salt Lake, um, instead of for five months, that brings us, well, that brings us all the way, it brings us, brings us past the to birthday. your 24th, birth, 24th birthday, which is October yeah. of 2020. Yeah. How was that birthday? Uh, it was good. Uh, my family and I, we all went to Maine. We had nice. never been to Maine okay. before. Uh, to um, uh, oh, Do you know Maine? Yeah, some, Kennebunkport, Portland. Uh, Acadia Park, 
It Acadia like, National Park is gorgeous. I really want to go there. Oh, oh yeah. It was that area. What'd you think? Uh, it was cool. My, yeah. uh, we we didn't we we didn't cold, do too right? much hiking. It was really cold. Yeah, um, sorry, you didn't do too much hiking. We didn't do too much hiking. We did a lot more eating and hanging out at the house. Nice, beautiful yeah. though, beautiful area. Yeah, it was fun. So your twenty third year was pretty eventful, man. Person, it was pretty eventful, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Little boy. Little how about, child. How about dude? Dude. Yeah, that's fine. I call women dude all the time. Yeah. Um, and buddy too, brother. I like calling brother. you a brother. Only if it's Hulk Hogan. Brother. I do view all uh, uh, humankind as brothers and sisters, ideally. Um, and it's a good reminder of that. Anyway, what are we talking about? Okay. Your 23rd year was pretty eventful. Great. All right. So from Salt Lake City, what made you want to move to Austin? Uh, the comedy a month scene. Ago? The comedy scene. Yeah. And things are like going on here. In Salt Lake, I, I didn't have anything going yeah. for me. I was working from home. Didn't have anything to do. Didn't like wasn't really able to meet anybody and i was just uh like back in that like deep depression that i had been in uh hadn't been in since like freshman year uh so that was really yeah isolation is the the key to that uh so that was like hard to get out of um but since being here i've had like a purpose and it's been great i know god right it's fantastic so what, how long ago did you decide to move here? Uh, I decided for sure I was going to move here in December. And then I had about a month to prep nice. for it. Yeah, it's yeah. February now. Yeah. How long do you think you'll stay? Uh, I don't know yet. I've, I, I, I've, I've uh, extended my stay at the my Airbnb for another month. Uh, so at least that long, but I, I was thinking, I'm not sure if I want to do like, uh, traveling this summer cause I'm still working remote. So, which yeah. is pretty convenient. So I'm, I'm not sure if I want to go up to like Chicago for the summer. Cause I really want to go to Chicago. Oh my God. Let me know if you go. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously let me know if you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is all part of my persona. I actually don't want you to, to <laughs> tell me if you go or ask me about anything that happens there, but, um, <laughs> let me know for sure. Yeah. I can hook you up with people in Chicago. Okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah, because I great I, comedy city. It's awesome. Yeah, because um, that's where I was originally planning on going. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, but then COVID hit and uh, changed all it'll the It'll be plans. big. It'll be big in the summer for sure. It'll okay, be big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm not sure if I can do the cold there, so that's why I'm like thinking yeah. like maybe like three months there. Could, yeah. Could test it out. Yeah. Um, and then I want to try uh, New York too, uh, just maybe for like a week or something. Yeah. There's a lot in New York, obviously. Yeah. Big yeah. comedy town. Yeah, maybe just to like see stuff too, you know. Have you ever been? I have, yeah. 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 Um, I, last time I went was in the winter, and it was hard. It's hard, man. And yeah. my where I'm from is uh, 10 to 15 degrees colder every single day than New York City. Jesus. It's insane. Syracuse, New York. Terrible. That's Terrible stupid. place. Don't That's ever go there. stupid to live in those places. <clears throat> I honestly, living down here in Austin, I just, I'm so mad at my parents. I go, you could have been here. Yeah. Like, I don't care where grandma and grandpa live. Yeah. Although, obviously, that was the that was the thing. Yeah. They lived there, and we loved them, so whatever. Uh, you have to love them. <sighs> uh, that's it, man. We did it. Yeah? We did it. We did it, buddy. Hell yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, fuck you. I know. I keep doing that. Is this? Can we curse on this? Yeah. You, ass, you ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> Penis. 
what can I do? What can I do for you? Do you have any call to action for the audience there? Um, follow uh, my Instagram at LucasWMC. Are you putting anything up on there? Uh, I'm putting content daily. Are you really? No. You better come on, do it. People no, want I, the content. I, all right, I'll put some content. No, I, I mostly use them to market shows, but I don't. So when I have shows, so the shows will be on there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the TikTok is not up yet. Not yet. No TikTok, but I told no. I told you you could crush on TikTok. I, I bomb every day there, but you could crush. <laughs> you crush. They want you. Yeah. They want they want a 24 year old non-binary, yeah. good looking person. Yeah. And uh, you should partner with one of those people. <laughs> nice. Ow, 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 ow. Ow, ow, the pinches, ow. <laughs> Hurts so good. All right, well, thanks for doing it, Lucas. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Isn't Lucas a delight? I, could, I mean, like, I could talk to them for hours, and I have talked to them for hours. I, 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 keep, I keep gravitating towards Lucas at all these comedy events in Austin because uh, Lucas feels like a kindred spirit to me, like a, like a sort of a... We're on the same page, and he and they're very funny, and uh, <laughs> they're very funny, and um, and and non-gendered language is difficult, and uh, we're learning, and we're growing, and uh, so it's not just uh, mean, uh, terrible people who are have trouble with uh, gendered language. I have trouble with it, and correct it as soon as I uh, as soon as I can. Whatever. Anyway, um, thank you very much to Rudy Schultz for designing the logo of this podcast. It's great. Thank you to Steve Gerard for recording the theme song. Don't forget to check out Crown Blue. Very interesting, fun, short, bite-sized songs from Steve Gerard's band with Lucia Whalen and Jenna Gephardt. And thank you for listening. And uh, if you enjoyed it, please tell a friend. It's an interesting podcast. Don't you agree? Um, when someone asks you what podcast you're listening to, don't say the big ones. Say the small ones because those are the ones that need your support. So have your speech ready when your first date asks you what podcast you listen to. Say, uh, Down by the River, Down by the River with Terrence Hardnut. He's, he's amazing. Um, and that is my disgusting plug for the day. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Have a blast. Have a blast.